This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. 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 I'm your Dungeon Master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. <laughs> Sweet as. <laughs> Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin. Dutiful daughter of the Dusk Mother, praise be, we are light in the darkness. <laughs> and Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold V, Coach Bortram's favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And once again, special guest, Brendan Lee Mulligan. Dead Eye Sobbing. If there's sag in your ass, cut them off with the pass. Ooh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Damn right, flashback. <laughs> <laughs> you guys did cut them off at the pass. Um, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, Bev and Moonshine entered the Church of the Revenants and met the leader of the Knights of Penance, Bortram. You bonded over your shared hatred of the vampires and love of religion, but <laughs> during your talk, hard one, hard one went full vampire spawn and told Deadeye to shoot on Bortram. The old gunslinger snuck in to warn the others about hard one's shifting demeanor, but when you went out to check on him, he was gone. Immediately upon hard one's departure, you just happened to meet Jivlin, a <laughs> dwarven barbarian, and the newest member of the Knights of Penance. Uh, he said that he'd seen Hard One heading towards the Red Fen, so you rushed off. Moonshine as a raven clocked Scarlet, Waylon, and their posse of vampire spawn, along with Hard One heading home to Grimhawk Manor. You all rushed up and ambushed them from the rooftops, taking out Scarlet Montgomery in a single round. Uh, you had a knockdown dragout fight with Waylon and his spawn, but emerged victorious. The two Montgomerys in mist form began retreating to their manor to regenerate. Meanwhile, Moonshine was able to polymorph vampire spawn hard one and temporarily get him under control. And that's where we are now. Okay. Ah! 
So you guys are in, let's say, like an alley. Um, it is about four or five in the morning, I'll say, just for timeline, um, because we need to be strategic about mm. dead vampires and dead revenants and whatnot. Right. We'll say you guys um, had your run in with the revenants at about midnight, and now it's about like five in the morning. Oh. Hmm. Do they take 24 hours to They come do back? take 24 hours to okay. come back, yeah. Right. JV, by the way, great work out there. Great working alongside you. Yeah. You showed great restraint when it came to uh, not attacking the possum hard one. I was quite frightened. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Restraint not to run away. Yeah. <laughs> Using that uh, rage as a uh, shield there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. May I uh, patch your bottom? Uh, yes. All right, there you go. Hey, good hustle right. out there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we probably shouldn't be standing around a bunch of dead uh, vampires. Yeah. No, no, no. Vampire All right, um, Dad, I know you got a house, and I don't mean to invite people over to your place, because that's somewhat rude, but can I invite some friends over to your place? <laughs> as much as I would love to see my um, wonderful comfortable home again it's like a bunch of thrift stores all on top of each other i like to think about it as my own personal temple to madness but <laughs> yeah. sure I, yeah that's a thrift oh, so store you do got something you worship god damn it <laughs> look i got him all right there's a lot of empty houses why don't we just let ourselves in one thing i want to ask is Bo is probably back at the red fin do we want to stop and pay him a visit on our way or just no? i mean my health ain't great but i got spells to burn I, uh, Bortram nods. I he's, could, I could he, pop a vampire. Is he uh, up in that room still? He's probably up in the room still. Because we could just... And we also still got your pass without trace, so I yeah. think we can just head upstairs. And if we want to create... Pass without trace is actually definitely gone because it's concentration. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Mm. If we want to create the illusion that the revenants are just hitting up every spot and bringing a war to the vampires, I think Pop and Bo might be a good strategy. I'd love yeah. to do that. I, think, I, I got, think... I got this weird idea. What if one of us went in and like held the door and then we could go in through the window so if he tried to well, escape <laughs> uh bortram speaks up uh well if we're talking about getting into one of the private rooms uh you can get up to the rooms from the outside we can go around back we don't necessarily have to walk in the front door that's true he's also probably not a coward i was thinking like we would go into the window and he would immediately run away He'll just but miss he, that. he might do that <laughs> Bo is a, uh, I, I hate to say it, but he's a, he's a knucklehead. All right. Okay. Let's yeah, go pay Bo I'm a into visit. this. Oh, my God. He's a K-word. Wow. He's a K-word. Wow. Yeah. Never heard Harsh. him say anything like that. Oh, knucklehead. Okay, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, like, while we're on our way. Also, you guys have a insane possum right now. A big possum bear. Oh. I won't make you guys constantly... Mm -hmm. um, do I like athletics checks because between oh, all of fuck, you guys, that's polymorph, so I can't cast fucking flame arrows on you. Oh, but what are you? What are? It is a problem. You do have like a, just a wild ass dog, essentially. Uh, I try to ride it. Uh, okay, I get up on the possum, and I kind of like straddle it, and then I whisper into its ear, and I say like, "It's okay, Hardpaw. It's okay. We're gonna get you through this." Okay, Bev, go ahead and do an animal handling check. Rear, rear, I'm, rear. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's only a 13. Possum hard one um, does bite you right on the nose. Okay. Ow. Uh, quite hard, too. Just like okay. a vicious, vicious dog. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess I'm just wondering, like, yeah, let's go fuck up Bo. But, like, might it be worth depositing hard paw into some armoire? Like and a just... Let's go. Uh, uh, let's, find, let's find a place to lie low. Real quick, there's empty houses all around town. We'll find a new little base of operations. We'll head over to the Red Fan. We got to do this fast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so I like, can we look around for an empty house that's like in the back, sure. really? So you guys, so Redfen is like kind of in between Uptown and Downtown. Downtown's where like the kind of peasants and mortals live. Uptown's where the vampires are. So you guys get to like the edge of Downtown and Uptown, and um, pretty quickly you're able to find a place that's like a duplex next to a person who um, is a shell. So okay. no one so would notice. I'm the windows for, are boarded up. You don't see any light on inside. I'm looking for a basement or an attic. Um, you, most of them are like two levels. Um, you don't know that you'd find a basement cellar. Um, yeah, you might find a cellar. Um, go ahead and, um, we'll just do a pure luck check. Uh, first house, uh, go ahead and roll, I'll say 10 or higher. I got an eight. (laughs) An eight. Okay. First house is no good. We'll say, um, 10 minutes has passed. Um, next okay, I'll just split up can, and like check the houses. Uh, I'm going to give advantage on this next roll. Okay. Okay. okay so I'll say that you guys are kind of splitting up and going to houses next to each other. 17. Okay. You find a uh, house that has like a um, dusty old uh, wine cellar with okay. um, a few bottles left. I'm going to take in hard paw, kicking Order. and screaming. Order. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take him in the wine cellar and then I'm going to cast a fifth level Gaius. Okay. Ooh. Uh, and just tell him, stay. Um, <laughs> as Moonshine is doing this, I'm going to look over uh, real quick. My dead eye gets cold, and the pupil shrinks all the way down in my dead eye till it finally disappears, and the shadows in the room stretch. And I'm going to take a disheartened action to give... Uh, hard paw disadvantage on his next wisdom saving throw. <laughs> nice. I'm going to say... My sister wants you to listen up, so you better listen. Yeah, now it's a family affair. Take it straight. And I would like to pour some beer in a bowl. Is uh, <laughs> is that going to break the uh, um, polymorph, M? Uh, no, it doesn't have require concentration. Okay, cool. Nice. Okay, so Moonshine casts Gaius. Uh, she has issued a command to Hard One. Uh, hard One, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Two 14s. Okay, then he fails. Okay. Yes. So, so um, uh, for the next thirty days, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can release it sooner. But for the next thirty days, he's going to stay in here. Okay. If he acts in a manner directly counter to my instructions, then he'll take damage. Got it. So here's here's what I'll say based on kind of what you've seen with the way that hard one as a um spawn was acting um went around the montgomery's it seems like scarlet montgomery has like the closest um relationship with him because she's the one who turned him so if she were to come back she might be able to just like make him come to her but the other montgomery's would probably need to be like In within sight we need okay. to be like close. yeah that's what i'm so it's not it's it's certainly a good idea yeah Okay. okay. So you just told him to stay. So I told just him sitting to stay. There, so mad still, just like sitting there. <laughs> Let's try and make it nice, though. We sweep up. We yeah. make it a nice little cell. Uh, I fashion like a little possum chew toy. I'm going to scratch my like bony chin and go, <laughs> now I wonder, if we got like a spare door off of a pantry and some spare lumber and built a little shed in the doorway of the cellar, and then I called that my house and made him not invited into it, would he not be able to leave extra? Is that one more double double safety guard? Maybe there's a rule dear. book in the Montgomery mansion. How about, actually, I'm going to modify it to stay, but enjoy yourself. Do we want to put some... It's going to be now, enjoy your stay is my po- new Possum hard one now um, doesn't like you, but dang it, he respects you. Uh, 
<laughs> we uh, want to put some blood in a bowl in case he gets hungry. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I, I prick my thumb. Yeah. We're just uh, I think giving him the uh, taste for it. Yeah, I'm pouring it in. I think we're this past seems that. Bad. Oh, I lick it up like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem healthy at all. all right. Okay. So does everyone feel like this is like this is safe to leave him here? This, this is the best we're going to do. I okay. think we should head to Red yeah. Fan before yeah. time. All right, let's do it. So just to be clear, uh, just so we know what we're dealing with uh, as far as the Montgomerys are concerned, yeah, there are good. seven siblings uh, and then Ambrose himself. You've got Scarlet and Waylon, who, who we've already misted, yeah. Uh, then we've got Bo over at the Red Fen. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there are a bunch of other sick puppies who uh, mostly just spend their time at the manor who never really leave the house. Uh, you got Priscilla, who's this extremely powerful little girl. She's pretty much attached at the hip to her sister Dolly. Uh, then you've got Wyatt, who's this kind of half giant. He's more beast than vampire, really. Uh, maybe worst of all, you got Petunia, uh, who in a sick family, she might be the sickest. She once uh, captured one of my revenants and uh, tortured him so bad that he renounced the Dusk Mother and uh, decided to go to hell instead of uh, deal with her. So uh, that's that's where we're at. Huh. No one rebelled against their breeding. We don't got one of them who's working against the fam. No, uh, uh, prison company excluded. Looks at the uh, possum uh, <laughs> lapping up blood. Uh, <laughs> vampires tend to not be great people. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of people. Two down. What's that? Five more to go? Four more to go? Let's whittle. Uh, yeah, well, uh, five more kids and then daddy. Mm-hmm. And then daddy. Yeah, I mean, we're going after Bo right now. Let's go ahead and miss Bo. Yeah. Okay, All let's right. do it. Uh, how do we want to go about this? Go up the back, not through the main place. I'll go ahead and knock on the door, and when he opens up, I'll blast him. Sweet. Sounds great. Um, Cool. Uh, So you guys head on over near the um, Red Fen. I'll say you guys are... I'm not even going to make you do stealth checks because there are mortals up here. It's getting late. There's not as many people around. Um, Believe it or not, the sun does rise in uh, Shadowfell, but it's only for like a few hours each day. Uh, it's just this like big old dead star, like, near dead star rather, um, that's like this dark red color that, uh, you know, shines this bleak red uh, across huh. these like black clouds. You guys haven't gotten to see it yet, but Deadeye knows all about it. Uh, it's kind of just how you tell Deadeye, time. you said that this place sucks, but this is beautiful sunrise. It's a take on a sunrise, a different take on a sunrise, but it's beautiful. Yeah. You didn't tell us you had a blood star. You have to understand <laughs> that your optimism is a dagger in my heart every time you speak. You know, some people say that uh, the blood star is actually the Dusk Mother showing the light in the darkness. Yes, I agree. It's the Dusk Mother. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask Now, is there a song that says that? I'll pray to the Dusk Mother. <laughs> we are the blood star <laughs> that shines in the darkness. Blood so that's star how every heart. song ends. Yeah, yeah, that's guys. pretty much, in yeah, the we are, you know, there's only like four or five of us. None of us are musicians. <laughs> yeah. We do our best. Uh, okay. Right on, right on. Right on. <laughs> um, so as you guys approach the um, back, though, you guys might draw attention um, if you're trying to, like, climb up to a balcony or something. You know he's on the second floor. So let me know who's going and what you guys are doing um, as you round the back. Probably. Um, can we? I want to I wanna sneak and see if anyone's out back. Okay. Uh, Moonshine, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Are you past without tracing or anything? No. Okay. You're just going to, like, walk back. It. 20. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me just like a pure luck check to see kind of who's back there. 
Three. <laughs> a three. Okay, not great. A vampire couple is back there just making out. They seem like kind of non-combatants, um, but there are three vampire spawn um, back there, like leaning up against the building. And you see above them on the second floor are two balconies. It looks like there's two rooms um, that have balconies on the second floor there. Are they like smoking blood cigarettes? Yes. Okay. Wow. They're uh, yeah, vaping, you see red, they're vaping, they're vaping, they're vaping um, <laughs> blood flavored um, mist. Um, one of them is doing strawberry, but. Um, mm. These these spawn let me into his room not more than a few hours ago. Yeah. I could I could maybe I throw y'all in the bag, walk in there like I got loot for him, and then I just dump y'all out. So the bag that Oh is... yeah, hey J V, so we got a bag of holding. Right. And uh it really sucks to be in there. You can only be in there for a very Arguable. short time. It's, it's not a, so it's bad. pretty demeaning. We have fun in there. <laughs> <laughs> It's no timeout sack, is what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, the timeout sack! Yes, a bunch of children <laughs> hopped out of that bag and they uh, attacked my mate. <laughs> wow, we really brutalize your people, uh, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, we tried to kill them first, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I once saw them back when back in my day. I saw a traveler, some kind of bandit, get pulled into the timeout bag, and yeah. the noise haunts me to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it's I thought my death thing. was hot. <laughs> Um, Second base to death. I think if you if you think you can hoof it up the stairs quick enough, because we may have to hop out of the timeout. I mean, the, out of the bag of holding if it gets to be too long. There's sure. a hiccup. I'm just going to walk up the back steps and okay. go right to the room. So not everybody's going to be able. So it's a 500 pound limit. Um, so well, I do have two second level, so I could do invisibility on someone. Hmm. You could certainly do that. I think the people who are going to weigh the most is our friend JV, and yeah. Bortram is fucking but big as hell. Also, point out which one, because young Bev and myself can misty step to that balcony. That's very true. Oh, you sure can. Um, oh, wait, no, I don't have enough spell you see, spots. You see, Bortram, Bortram also we goes, um, I don't... I don't want to start a scene here, but if you need me to, I could just run in and start wrecking these spawn guys. Maybe that actually would be good to provide us some cover because we're going to make a ruckus upstairs. Right. Yeah. Let me let me join you. I want to be a shield. Ah, <laughs> JV, you know but JV, maybe we need you upstairs. I'll go wherever I'm needed. I think that we might need a shield upstairs. You send me in. Yeah. All right. I'll, well, I'll you are just so agreeable. Yeah. This yes. is so strange. <laughs> I just want to tell you that you are very hospitable, and that is an increasingly rare co- uh, quality in this world. You know what? Uh, Appreciate it. Uh, he points to Balnor. Uh, this guy here doesn't have, uh, you know, he's got a lot of grit. He's got a lot of heart, uh, but he doesn't have a magic weapon. I don't think he's going to be able to do too much against our friend Bo there. So why mm. doesn't he stay down here with me? Uh, we take on these uh, three knuckleheads down here. You cool with that, Balnor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm cool with what I can also go up with you guys. It's up to you. Just, Balnor, let me know if you get hurt or something, because you aren't going to have someone to heal you. It's just the three spawn down here. Okay. They're, they'll be okay. Two quick questions. Can you all hear what's going on outside the bag? You could, like, crack it, yeah. Okay, so we can we can crack it, you can hear, and you guys can jump out on your own? Yeah. All right, yeah. Then, you, then you jump out when you hear the first shot ring out. All right. Sounds perfect. Works for me. So then is it... Okay, so then... I don't think I ever debased myself to go into the bag, but I guess there's a first for everything. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll say if you guys... sister. If you guys unload some of your stuff and maybe like hide... I guess you guys don't even have that much loot anymore. How about I just misty step You just misty step on in there. And I wait for the first shot to go in. Can we give Balnor Mm -hmm. the Queen's Hammer? (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, he would be rejected by oh, really sure. only uh, only champions of Moradin will have it. So even when Hard One comes back, he's yep. going to have I think uh, he's worthy. Only large possums can have that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, cool. Before, before you go in, I would like to... I would like to take a um, very warm sibling embrace of Deadeye, and I would like to bestow upon him flame arrows. Ooh. So for the next oh, hour, he does an extra D6 fire damage. Oh, he doesn't do enough damage. Thank you so <laughs> much. For 12 shots. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Deadeye looks uh, very touched by this hug. You've mm. truly given me some faith in our DNA. <laughs> well, that means a lot, sister. I, uh... I owe you a lot of an explanation, and I'm, I don't know. I had some hard time thinking about you when Waylon and those spawn were going after you, watching them skeeters get their fangs on you. I am, with the same the time. Yeah, you know what? Explanations come when they, they're like flowers. They blossom when it's like the right temperature and weather. It's really great when the yeah. Dusk Mother brings siblings together. Why are you putting Price your shit okay, yeah. to I gotta say, yes. I've been having fun being into the Dusk Mother, but that was just out of nowhere. Right. This is what I'm talking about. You lead with the charm, but it's all evangelism. There's <laughs> only two people who ask you to there. have faith in this all right, world, everybody, and it's fucking priests and con men. You're a fucking con man. Take me. Alright. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just pat him on the butt. Proud of everybody. Proud of everybody. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll stand here, and uh, if anything goes wrong, I'll go after these three spawn here. Perfect. Yeah. Moonshine, you misty step up to the balcony, and then we can pincer attack a little bit. Yeah, you see yeah. the spawn are not, like, looking directly up at the balcony, so you could do a stealth yeah. roll, mm-hmm. and it'll be against their passive perception. As, um, as per my brother's request, I'm going to wait till I hear the first shot, mm-hmm. and I'll just... Crouch on the yeah. Bat- okay, sweet. Bat. Um, do you? Uh, what do you guys want to do with Balnor? Are you leaving him out here? Or are you putting him in the bag? Leave him with Coach. Okay. I think yeah. JV. Do you want to hop in the JV? You want to hop in the sack with me? Uh, right. Be an honor. Come on in. I'll show you the ropes. Babe and JV, you hop in that sack and. Uh... Yeah, that's gonna be a light load too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you want some tuna? It's old. Uh yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why I don't not? think that will remind. <laughs> so, <laughs> JV and uh, Bev hop in the bag. Um, Moonshine is waiting there with um, Balnor and Bortram. Uh, Dead Eye. Oh, well, I'm going to Misty step up before I hear this. I, I want to Misty step up now. And okay. Then, like, Go crap. ahead and give me a stealth check then, mm-hmm. Moonshine. Oh, you know what? Real quick, uh, I want to use Minor Illusion to make a bunch of those masks that the Revenants wear. Like the copper masks? Yes, yes. Okay. So that it looks like uh, Dead Eye has gone hunting and came back with a full stack of them. Okay, Ooh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so Bev uh, is in the bag with JV, makes a bunch of these illusory masks um, to make it look like uh, Deadeye's coming back to Bo with a proper bounty. Uh, meanwhile, Moonshine, uh, go ahead and give me that stealth check. It's going to be a 14. Uh, nobody sees you, Whew. believe it or not. Um, the spawn are just kind of standing there robotic. Um, they are under the command of um, Bo Montgomery, who is not the most perceptive um, or smart um, vampire that has ever lived. Um, Moonshine, as these guys walk around, you've already Misty stepped up. Um, so you see what's going on in here. You see Bo Montgomery. Uh, you had never seen him before, but he looks kind of like Waylon, mm-hmm. except whereas like Waylon was very like, um, 
uh, well-preserved and fancy. Bo is all strung out. He's like shirtless under his red smoking jacket. He looks to be like sweating. His silver hair is all stringy and frayed. You see that there is already a um, young man's body on the ground in the room. And you see that he is currently going at the neck, uh, sucking the blood of that girl, Sandy, who you saw um, uh, earlier in the night. I am going to bite my tongue out of mm. faith for my brother. And even though he hates faith, I'm just going to put faith in dead eye and say, I really want to go in and save this girl right now, but I'm just going to assume that that I'm just going to wait for that. Uh, sound of the bullet. Sweet. Uh, so Deadeye and um, the little guys in the bag. <laughs> um, uh, Deadeye, you walk um, right into the Red Fen. Um, it is almost uh, sun up, and vampires, uh, even though there's like enough uh, cloud coverage that it doesn't give them direct sun damage, they don't like to be out in it. It's, it's unpleasant for them, um, even if it doesn't uh, deal direct damage. So you see a lot of people are filing out, but there still are like a couple vampires spawn down here um and um a few mortals that are looking like super hungover either um they just drank a ton and nobody drank their blood um because they were annoying or something like that or um people who have like had their blood sucked and are maybe shells now you do see amongst the kind of just like nameless dumb party vampires that um, you either recognize as just being like dumb fuck boys. Uh, you do see Langston, kind of like one of the messenger boy guys, um, is sitting at the bar and kind of clocks you um, as you walk in. Cool. I'm going to do the risky cowboy thing. Um, I'm going to swing by Langston um, and uh, with the sack over my shoulder, I'm just coming in with a bounty and I'm going to go, hey there, Langston. Uh Scarlet and Whalen got misted. They're calling for people back at the manor up in the Crimson Hills. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check. Sure. Um, oh, shit. That's going to be a 24. Pretty pretty Ooh, dang good. That's um, good. You see Langston does a double take. Are you are you fucking serious, man? I, I'm drunk right now. Hey, man, you do what you want. And he's and Dad's just gonna keep walking. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> those fucking people came in the goddamn mist. God damn it. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. Uh, you see Langston starts to walk out. I reach a, I, I reach a mage hand out and pat him on the back. Phew! My ribs clatter a little bit nervously. <laughs> you walk up the stairs and you see, like earlier when you were um, visiting Bo, there are two vampire spawn outside of his room. Deadeye's gonna uh, walk up and uh, nod to both of them. Have a word with Mr. Montgomery. You see, they uh, look at you, they nod, um, and then one of them lifts their uh, hand out and knocks on the door, and um, you hear Bo from inside. You hear, like, a shuffle, like a moving of bodies. What? What the fuck do you want? Got a bunch of brass masks out here, and I want to collect my bounty. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> um, uh, Bo comes over, um, opens up the door. Uh, you see this uh, strung out dude, even more fucked up than before, um, blood running down his cheeks. Uh, you see this girl um, lay down on the bed. Um, he motions for you to come in and he closes the door. Um, cool. As I'm walking in, can I turn to the two spawn and I just want to be like, hey, uh, Langston wanted me to tell you guys that he was, uh, that I was here. If you want us guys want to go get him. Um, and I'm going to just walk into the room and close the door. Okay, sweet. Uh, and I'm going to walk in. Look at him. Uh, Sandy is still alive. She seems to still be breathing, yeah. Great. I'm going to look at Bo, and I'm going to set the bag down, reach a hand in, grab that mask, take it down, and I'm going to be like, hey there, pal. 
rate him in weight, and I'm gonna throw the, the illusory mask to him, and okay. while it's in midair, I'm gonna pump him full of lead. I'm gonna hit him with Reba. Um, this is gonna be the first. Remember to add that D6? Hell yep. yes. Oh, hell yeah. Immediately, right. he's just like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like wanted, I'm like, I wanted to throw the mask so that his hands are up. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, boom. Um, Good. Here's Reba. Um, 22 to hit. Uh, super hits. Okay, so this is going to be doubled sneak attack. I mean, as soon as I hear it, can I kick in the door and... Uh, You're like the window? Yeah, because I'm on the balcony, and oh, I'm there like, would waiting be a little door. to You're hear right. the... Yeah. I'm waiting to hear the thing. Can I like kick in and take an attack as well? Yeah, Are you... We- you, um, I would say the time it takes you guys to roll out of the bag, you guys will need to roll initiative, but I'll okay. say Moonshine can get in there. Great. 42 radiant damage on the first attack. We're going to uh, throw Reba on the back with a free object interaction. We're going to draw Luan, um, and this is going to be... Yeah, you just um, you throw the fucking mask up, blow into him, um, <laughs> just like a bunch of his chest explodes out. Oh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, and then you just... Oh, that's, that's a nat 20! Yay! Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'm gonna regain a fucking grit point. Um, hey! Uh, oh, that feels good. Uh, good okay, Read everyone him. give him dice. <laughs> Boom. Uh, and that's gonna be 10, 17. Uh, 7 is 24, plus 6 is 30 damage on the next uh, on the next attack. So. Boom! And take Luann, blam, and Ooh. that's gonna be my surprise round. Uh, Moonshine, you get a surprise round as well. Okay, he's still standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well done. <laughs> hey man. Does a twenty-one hit? Uh, it does. Okay. Well, it's so not gonna Moonshine look all like... of a sudden kicks in the door from the other side. I'm picturing a piano player in the corner, just being like, "Oh no!" Yeah, I bust in. I've been pocketing herbs from his balcony herb garden. Mm-hmm. Well, as soon as I hear that, I bust in, uh, hit him for fifteen, and then spores him for six. Some he quick is action. quite fucking right. hurt already. That's how we do it down by the crypt. I'll say we're not yeah. even gonna. You're born in a stump. I didn't think so. <laughs> Rather than rolling all of these NPCs, I'm gonna say Bortram and Balnor get a surprise round on the spawn downstairs. Nice. So you hear them engaging downstairs. You hear um, Bortram yelling about the light and the Dusk Mother, <laughs> um, uh, as he very indiscreetly uh, attacks these vampire spawn because he doesn't know how to do uh, stealth. Uh, everybody, roll initiative Woo. now. Everybody's in this room. Uh, you guys roll out of the bags. Oh, oh hell yeah! Got... Not twenty. Here you go. Ooh, nice. Twenty-one. I have a twenty-one as well. Eighteen. Ooh. So okay. I guess that is uh, twenty-four for me. Bo also Gosh. did good, but not as good as JV. Our boy. JV. All right. Stuff. Uh, how was your trip in the bag? Well, I, I like to. I'm still. Am I still in the bag? Uh, you. Uh, you I want to roll out at the beginning yeah, of your turn. I wanna, uh, quick, slap me in the face. Uh, slap. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I slap him. Oh, it's making me angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm in a rage. All right. You're so, a- <laughs> I'm quite mad. Wow, oh, love yes. the barbarian who always has to say that he's in a rage. <laughs> you're, still, dis- you're still displeased. smiling. I'm displeased in general. Uh, you're grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, honestly. Who the wait, fuck is that? The I wrinkle just like, pattern on your face suggests a lifetime of smiles. <laughs> yes, I was always having a nice time. Uh, and then I roll out of the bag, swinging my axe. Ix. Swinging my Ix. Um, reckless attacking, so that's a 26. Uh, sweet, super hurt, super hits, and super hurts. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-one damage to the first one. Jeez. 
he's um, he's looking very hurt, um, but he's still standing. I'm quite mad. So we'll swing again. Twenty-two hits. Ooh, JV. JV fucking rolls out of the bag. Yeah. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen damage. Okay. Good rolls. Bo is quite hurt. You made our friend miffed. <laughs> Fucking weirdos in the bag talking weird, weird ass shit. Norm- Normally he's chuffed, but now he's miffed. I'm getting miffed. the fuck out of here. This Quite shit miffed. is weird. Uh, you see, Bo, um, he got initiative 23. He is going to turn into a bat mm. and um, start flying the fuck get him. out of there. Yeah, Aww. let me see. Let me see how far he can get. Is a bat? Okay. Jesus, he only flies 30 feet away. <laughs> he starts <laughs> fucking flying out there Be easier to kill as, as, a bat. as a fucking bat. Target practice. Um, Dead eye. <laughs> that is uh, unbelievable. That is Dead Eye's target. <laughs> okay, we're going to do bonus action. I can't think of a worse person for this to, to, to be next. <laughs> yeah, uh, We're going to do a bonus action. Um, uh, yeah, this is going to be bonus action hide to attack from stealth. Um Stealth. That's a nineteen. Uh, uh, that's going to be a twenty-eight stealth check. Uh, cool. Um, and I am going to spend a grit point to make this a violent shot. Uh, that's going to be a yeah, a twenty-seven to hit. Super hits. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Thirty damage on the first attack. Um, dead eye. <laughs> Finish this bad. There we go. <laughs> Wait. Uh, Get Ozzy Osbourne it? Yeah. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne it. Bite his head uh, off. Uh, uh, I look over at you and say, oh, you want me to do a little uh, dinner special? Yeah, do the dinner special. <laughs> well, let's get some wings. <laughs> and yeah. uh, flaming bullet streaks out of my gun. That's cool as hell. This spell fucking rules, yeah. moonshine. Um, and uh, uh, I'm going to... Uh, because I'm sure he like flew off the balcony, so I'm gonna rip my gun hand off and throw it out the window to catch the dead yes. bat body in midair uh, and skitter back and bite the fucking head off. Bite the head off. It um, briefly briefly turns to ash, train. turns to Bo. He goes like, "What the fuck, man?" Then he completely turns to ash and is gone. Um, or turns to mist. Turns to mist. I would the like to, turn to ash. I would like to. Uh, Go to Sandy. Okay, yeah, you see she's, like, um, barely breathing. She's on the bed. Well, who's the other guy in there? Is he a vampire or was he a... Oh, he's just a kid who's... Okay. Um, yeah, you you go over to him. He's, yeah, su- yeah. he's super I'll dead. I'll just do a second oh, he's level... De- both- okay, he's shit. dead. Oh, no. Second level cure wounds on Sandy. Okay. Can I revivify him? Uh, potentially. I mean, I don't want someone oh, to die. <laughs> well, um, I guess... Okay, Bev, go ahead and give me an insight check as okay. you, like, run up on him. Oh. Um... That's only going to be a thir- uh, 12. Um, you can kind of tell that he's been dead longer than a minute. Okay. Um, so I go up to Sandy and I say, Sandy, you've been worshiping false gods. I'm here to show you the lukewarm light of Melora herself. <sighs> tell and her about I- the dust mother. <laughs> no, uh, this, maybe later. This That's one a decision right, she can later. make. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> tell her in a Are bit. we talking about the dust mother? <laughs> no, no, no. The mud mother is coming through. Yeah, that's true. Forget dust. We got mud. Ooh. And then I give her a muddy embrace for uh, 17 hit points. Um, you heal Sandy, um, and you see she sits back up. Um, she looks mighty confused, um, and you see she has this kind of glazed look in her eyes 
Um, and she goes, she a oh, fucking, hi, who are you? Is she a shell or a spawn? It, it would appear that she is a shell. <sighs> oh, just another dumbass. <laughs> would a greater restoration help her? I don't have one. Probably not mm. a greater restoration, but like an awaken or something. Mm. I don't have any fifth level spells. Okay. Sandy, come with us. You're going to have an okay life. All right. Yeah, I could do that. You're going to learn how to make soup in the weirdest way possible. And you're going to be happy. I like soup. Uh-huh. Should we just take her to the inn? No. I If if there's a waken, I can awaken her. I just need to sleep so I can oh. restock my spells. If you do want to do you don't have to do it right now. Like, she's not going to die tomorrow for all right let's put her in the hard paw basement (laughs) (laughs) wait no hard one will eat her he's a vampire all right we'll we'll make another basement we we can just drop her off in that house everyone will just think she's a shell i think she'll probably just go home if she's a shell there's plenty of shells here in town i don't think it might be a smart idea to bring her to where we're going okay all right shell go home do your thing i'll deal with you later run along all right i think i remember where home is uh and you see she stands up and walks out of the room i tried to help her yeah, I don't think anyone deserves that fate, but she was being a real, a real meanie to us. Yeah, no, she didn't make helping her fun. Mm-mm. But I don't know. Ho- hopefully, we can come back around to her. But we got bigger fish to fry at the moment. Yeah, let's bounce. Right. Let's go to our little shell house. Um, sweet. Um, I'll grab some vampire teeth for us all to wear, like cool uh, vampire hunters. Great. Sweet as great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm guessing you guys JB, like kind of look great with fangs. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get many compliments back in Bohemia. Do <laughs> uh, you have so, a girlfriend back in Bohemia? Oh, no. No? no, no not What's at all. your life no. like back in Bohemia? I was de- it was sad. It was depressing. It was quite sad. <laughs> well, death has really done wonders for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where did you live? What was the house that you lived in like? Not really a house as much of a... St- uh, it was more of a stone. A stone, if you will. You lived in a stone. <laughs> in a stone, Singular. on a stone. Just around a bunch of stones. Hmm. Oh. Yes. What about What did you rained? do when it rained? Yeah. Oh, it didn't matter. <laughs> I was always in a rage. My oh. friends and family kept me in a rage my entire life. Dear God. Yes, I was always so angry. So your life was you asleep on a series of stones, enraged at all times. Yes, when I was awake, I was killing, robbing, pillaging. And when I was asleep, I was tossing and turning in a fever dream that I wanted to die from. <laughs> uh, but he is nice. It's, it's, uh, Bell's nice. It's, it's quite comforting nice. to know that someone can have a life as a revenant and not... Totally be miserable. Yeah. I kind of look at Dead Eye. <laughs> I'm quite pleased. All right, Slim. Why don't you take Shady. it easy? Right, I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't know that I'm a re- I don't fully know what I am, but I know that I am not going to <laughs> get my little lockstep along with all the people with Shiny. Oh, we're off to church. Ding, dang, ding. That's not me. Why? Right? It's working so well for JV. Yeah. One of the best things in my life to be killed by a crick elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to make me cry again, JV. <laughs> true those people spread joy wherever they go <laughs> so i'm gonna say um you guys probably hop out the back because yeah. you know that yeah. bortram and balnor um took care of those guys out there um anybody downstairs who's coming up you guys have already uh scooted out of there uh so you guys head over to hard one house mm-hmm. yeah. um you do you hear him um pounding on the wall downstairs <laughs> Just like having a temper tantrum. Well, you're a, you, yeah, he's still making the rear noises, but he's a vampire. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> hey, buddy. One. I think I, I pour a little, I do my paper cut into a little saucer like milk for a cat, this and I put I it just, under it. I slam my face into the saucer. <laughs> you're okay, buddy. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Christ. 
really we, giving them the taste for it. Yeah. We like just grab a crow or something and like wring the blood out of that for him. I just something. Yeah, we could grab a bird for him. Okay. I love right. birds. Yeah, I'll go outside and try and thorn whip us a bird. Okay. Uh, sure. Um, you're a druid. I'll say just do a nature check to like lure a bird to you. Can I specifically lure a bird who is not contributing to this world? Uh, yeah, you can look for a real shithead bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go ahead and just give me a nature check to find a shithead bird. Bird that cheated on its taxes. Shout out to the two crew. I got Ooh. a six. Uh. You find a really diligent bird. <laughs> oh no! It just—it's like picking up a worm to bring to. Um, you you just know it has a family just by the way that it's okay. acting. Instead, it I pivot busy. and I thorn whip a, wor- a worm and give it to the bird, <laughs> and then come back in and say, "I don't know. Skies are clear. Couldn't find anything." Fuck! <laughs> what do you want us to do? <laughs> so furious that he can't be with his girlfriend Scarlet. He's so hungry. Someday there's no you birds. You just have a raging frat boy in the basement. <laughs> oh, he's punched so many holes in the drywall. <laughs> oh, he broke my knuckles, man. <laughs> Is there anything we can do for him? Bortram, Deadeye, what do you think? Nah, we, I think not, we just... Not until we get rid of uh, yeah. Scarlet permanently. Right. Then at least he'll just be a regular old vampire. Would he which, like a, uh, a puzzle okay. maybe or something? I'm going to put it a out puzzle? there. I could give him some reading. Uh, I, I I do have a Bible on me from yeah. the uh, Dusk Mother. Okay. I think it might be time to talk a little strategy. Uh, because uh, About the puzzle? If you, so what I was going to say is maybe we'll talk about strategy, and if you want to get a puzzle, you can sort of go give it to him. Okay, would you like like a babbling brook or like a glader on mist? I'm just I just want little, my fucking girlfriend. Just a little worried about the ticking time, you so know? So puppies. All right, I, I slide a puppy, t- a puppy puzzle under the... All right, so uh, here's the deal. Uh, we've taken out three of the Montgomery's. There's uh, four of the kids left. But they're still in their coffin, so we still got to steal the deal. Mm-hmm. Still got to seal the deal. But um, I don't know if y'all need a rest or... That'll be lovely. I think that unless we unless we had an easy target... Now, I, I, don't, I don't know what the Montgomery compound is going to be like tonight. Uh, I can tell you in the past, when we've tried to do raids and stuff back when we could uh, still come back from um, um, being dealt, uh, quote-unquote, killing blows from them. Mm-hmm. They didn't keep that much help around the house. Uh, Daddy doesn't love uh, non-pure-blood vampires. Uh, they're okay. quite confident in their own abilities. Uh, the old man might be getting a little paranoid, considering that three of his uh, kids got missed it tonight. It might be different, but I think our number one problem uh, with the Montgomery compound is the Montgomery's themselves. First on my list, once I come out my trance, is I'd like to seal the deal on Scarlet so we don't got to worry about Basement Boy. <laughs> Seller feller, if you will. <laughs> well, we have not been able... So, so we've gone around back behind the Grimhawk Manor before, and there is a graveyard there, but we've only run into whites there. We haven't come across any kind of crypts. So my guess is that it's under the manor itself, that we would need to actually go inside to get there. So I think if you are trying to get to Scarlet, you're going into the you know, the tomb of the whole family, practically. I reckon we're going to have to tangle with a bunch of very powerful vampires there, and um, these skeeters are going to mean business when we come knocking on their front door. So I think that two sides of this coin we're about to flip are we knock every one of these skeeters into oblivion, and then we can 
take our sweet time moseying around and destroying their coffins and unmaking them. Or the flip side would be we uh, we all say goodbye uh, there in the manor together. Well, I don't like that. I prefer option one myself. I vote, I vote option one. Yes, yeah, Slim, me too. But y'all, I mean, Bev, tell me that your priority isn't making sure that we kill Scarlet because I... I know that we'd be putting ourselves in a bunch of danger, but at least we could free Hardwon. I think that's obviously our end goal. How we get there, I think we should take a measured approach to try and maximize success. Okay. If things start looking dire, then I might just make a beeline for for her crypt. Let's make a pact. You know, we spilled a lot of blood, uh-huh. but let's spill some for a purpose. Okay. Uh, and I prick my finger again. <laughs> All right, I mash my blood mm-hmm. against his. Yeah. I don't know what any of this means, but it's got this. It seems like blood it. magic, and I, I, I do no, not no, no. approve it. All right, you know what? I liked you before, yeah. but now you're getting I like a little you a lot. <laughs> hey, you know what? Pricked finger in his take, pocket. Take a knee. <laughs> Everybody take a knee. Right, All right. right, no blood magic. All right, I take a knee. <laughs> sure. Get the, thank you. All right, I'm ready. Oh, fucking way, I'm taking a goddamn knee. Take a knee, dead eye. All right. It's about teamwork. It's not about team. It's about the team, not about the you know the god. Shit fuck cock ass. <laughs> all right, all right. That's your right. All right. You know, well, I only need four hours of trance. So if we want to, if anyone else, if, you know, like Dead Eyes Fell Crick, if we want to do any kind of recon. I slap the eye out of my head and put my hand off. Mm. We can always send this little fellow out there to do some recon if we need to. Oh, I do have Beast Bond. That's not a beast, though. <laughs> Never mind. It kind of is a beast. Sometimes it does stuff on its own that I don't really reckon... Really? <laughs> yeah, it's still it, it acts like me, but I can't always anticipate what my hand and eyeball are going to do when I take them out. Does it ever like play a piano by itself? It sure does. Okay. It plays real funky ragtime stuff. <laughs> Not to my taste, but oh. that's what the hand likes. Mm. I would like to see that. Yeah, I kind of please. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we got like ten minutes. There for is a, a piano concert. there. All right, I want I want to warn y'all that pianos in the shadow fell can only play minor key, so that's just that's something fair. to be perfect you know, for me. I, I love to dance. <laughs> All right, Jamie, I would not have pegged you, you as a dancer. No, I love. I uh, quite love to dance. So. <laughs> so you're in a rage all the time. Yes. Sleeping on stones. Yes. And dancing. Well, I found dancing down here in Shadowfell. He's <laughs> really turned his life around the yeah. past month. So Unlocked full. a passion that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Your life is so whole. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get you to tickle them ivories because I would love to see JV move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take a little look around for a piano around here. <laughs> yeah, there's a dusty old piano in here. I'll take out a new Betsy. <laughs> oh, I pull up my flute. <laughs> Pop the hand off, pop the eye off, and let those sweet little <laughs> fingers dance around on the board. <laughs> JV does a lovely Irish jig. <laughs> a somber Irish yeah. jig. Like, a, a floating little foot dance. It's just the Adams Family song, right? Yeah, yeah. And you hear, um, yeah. Um, JV's clicking along. Uh, you hear a hard one freaking the fuck out downstairs. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Begging around. <laughs> I my fucking head hurts. Bring me to my wife. <laughs> Maybe if we gave him some red Gatorade. That worked for Ulfgar. <laughs> um, all right. Is, is it bedtime? I think I, I, I need think to get some holy so. energy yeah. back. Why don't you head on yeah. down to bed? Yeah. Is anyone really hurting? Because I can give you a cure wounds before we sleep, but presumably everyone will. JV's river bad. dancing. <laughs> wow. JV seems to be in good spirits. I'm not going to worry about him. <laughs> If everyone's good, then I think I'm just going to uh, drop my top in trance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
uh, I'm going to um, set up my eyeball in my hand, like on a windowsill, hiding behind like a lace curtain, just kind of watching the street outside. Okay. And Deadeye is going to pull up a chair, eyeless and handless, but just pull it up right in front of the door uh, with the musket pointed at the door and just sit in it facing the doorway. Hell yeah. Dope, dude. Balnor, do you want to do that on the back door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll be just as effective. <laughs> well, sure. Also, I need to sleep. <laughs> well, Balnor, you're amazing at sleeping in a chair. I oh, thought that, that... You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I think what I uh, lack in gun skills I make up for in sleeping in a chair. Yeah. <laughs> this is your moment to shine. Um... I guess anyone who needs to do a normal sleep like a regular person, well, let's find a bed, huh? That's me. All right. <laughs> JV, you're not going to, like, strangle me in, in your sleep, are you? No, no. Okay. Quite, uh, yeah. You know, I'll tra- I'll trance in the room with them just so bed feels safe and thank comfortable. You, thank you. All right, cool. I guess I find, like, a normal-sized bed. Does it smell like a revenant's been sleeping in here? It smells dusty. <laughs> it Whoa. smells super okay. dusty. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer, and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Uh, you find that there is a shell just snoring in there, just sleeping through the whole time. Oh, hey. Oh, one big bed. One big Move bed. over. Uh, hey. Everyone cuddle up with Everybody the shell. Cuddle up. Hey. 
Hey, yeah, Move you over. Doing? My name's Bart. <laughs> Hi, Bart. We're <laughs> sleeping with you tonight. Oh, great. Bart. This nice is a dream. You. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right One on, big right bid. On. One big bid. <laughs> One big bid. One big bid. Uh, so you guys, I'll go to One Big Bid. Uh, Deadeye, you have your eye out um, watching the street. Uh, you see um, the sun comes up, this um, very dark red, uh, nearly dead star uh, in the distance behind these black clouds, um, uh, making it look like this uh the landscape is all red um and i'm gonna go ahead let me do some encounter checks to kind of see who walks by and what happens no this is so scary <laughs> is this what it's, it's, it's house, like right? zombie apocalypse this is fucking like uh so deadeye you're there trancing but uh sitting at the door uh holding your gun you see langston and a crew of like six vampire spawn and like 15 whites walking like uh, into the deeper into downtown, but past your guys' house. Cool. I'm also just going to say, just for encounter check purposes, um, I actually am uninjured and don't need to sleep and regain everything on a short rest. Okay, so I think after an hour of just kind of like breathing, not even even breathing. Creaking. (laughs) Yeah, after an hour of creaking in the rocking chair, he just goes still, and that's how you know my rest is done. So I've stopped creaking. <laughs> yeah, the the, wor- the worm stopped eating you for a second. <laughs> the you- maggots skitter away. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, you maggots. Ding. Dead eyes done. <laughs> I'm going to say Bev's definitely still asleep. Uh, I don't know if revenants technically need to sleep, but I'm going to say to get their stuff back that they're going to need to rest. In my world, they do need to rest. Um, so they're resting. Moonshine, go ahead and give me a luck check to see if you've gotten your four hours yet um, before something happens. Ten. Ten. Okay, I was going to say ten or higher. So this happens at around four hours. So Moonshine, you kick out of your trance. Um, and you go up and join Deadeye at the door. Deadeye, go ahead and give me a I think I'm, perception I'm like check. Pressing down on a French press, putting some uh, crick water in <laughs> each of the Ooh. mugs. Perception. Make it cricky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you make it with crickery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a fifteen from me. Fifteen. Okay. Um, you see some smoke coming up from like the direction of the church. Is Bortram still resting? Bortram's still resting because he's got, he's a human, uh, he's like a human variant. So um, I'm having them rest of the night. Okay. Um, you want cream? What's that? Cream? Oh yeah, get it extra creamy. Yeah, okay, cool. Bortram's still resting, right? There's smoke over the church. Uh, yeah, Bortram's resting, but uh, I'll go wake him. I don't know that I'd bother, Moonshine. I don't know what else there is to do. Oh, Melora. Moonshine, you really gonna be able to help that girl? That Sandy girl? Yeah. If I got a day off, I can give her a spell and, I don't know, maybe she can do some good around here. I saw her in the room before she was a shell. I didn't say nothing. (sighs) Well... I don't know that I would have changed my actions, but I appreciate your candor now. So what is it you do? All the other cricks are in Glade home and you're out here with Kid and the vampire downstairs and you're just wandering around doing what? Yeah, that's kind of a good question. (laughs) Truthfully, I mean, I left the crick 
I don't know. I guess you probably felt it too. I'm... Well, now I actually have answers as to why, but, you know, I always felt a little more... The creek is so innocent and wholesome, and I want to do everything to protect it, but when I'm there, it doesn't feel like me, you know? So I think I justify it by just going out all over this world in the name of the creek, rather than going home and living with the creek. Because if I live with the creek, I have to admit that that ain't my life for me. But if I'm going out and trying to defend their honor and their name, I can still feel connected to them, and I don't have to admit that maybe they're not my truest fate. Does that make sense? More sense than you can understand. Okay. I don't know the crick's that innocent, Moonshine. Really? The folk there are so sweet. Yeah, they're sweet, all right, but... I was about 50 years old. I kept asking Cobb to show me how to fight. All I ever wanted since I was a youngin' in that time I bag was to learn how to sling a gun. He always said I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready to learn everything he knew. And when Maribel came along and all the trouble started, I told Cobb, Crick needs me. I'd do anything to save the Crick. He looked at me and said, You ain't ready and you don't got the heart for it. I went out into the woods and I asked Melora for help. Just wanted to be strong enough to protect our home. She didn't answer. She wasn't listening. But the shadow fell. The shadow fell heard me just fine. Yeah. I, I certainly understand that. Melora's whole indifference thing, it's... It's pretty fucking annoying. Hell yeah, sister, it is. In any case, I, I understand feeling like you can't go home. Yeah. I got, I got Luann, I got my skills, I got all the power you'd ever want to ask for a gunslinger. And when I showed up to fight, Cobb and Meemaw looked at me and they said I'd done wrong. They said I gave up something that wasn't mine to give up. And all I was trying to do was help. I still just can't believe Cobb wouldn't have taught you a little bit. Well, according to him, me giving up my soul for the power to defend that place was all the proof he needed that I shouldn't have had that power to begin with. Well, I'm really sorry that that the Craig turned its back on you, and that's what led you here. Yeah. If I'd been there, I would've been your sparring partner. <laughs> oh, oh my God, it looks crying. so painful whenever you start. It crying. really burns the shit out of my <laughs> eye. Yeah, it's just like really big is. goopy hairs oh. of flesh. <sighs> Your brain wants to do it, but your biology just can't keep up. No, I don't even know if you call this biology anymore. I do. I do. You're a living thing. Ugh. And even if you're a dead thing, you know, I make zombies all the time. I ain't hey. afraid of death. There's something beautiful and natural about it. Oh, well, you really know how to fill a fella's heart with hope. And I ain't felt that in a long time. Oh, bring it in. <laughs> 
Bring it in. Let's huff out of one cup together. All right, let's, all let's, right, let's so wake I, up Bortram. All right, so we go wake up Bortram. Okay, um, you wake up Bortram. Um, he shoots up. Hey, what's what's going on? I think something's going on at the church, so I think you should go find out what's going on. What? Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, you see he um, gets up. Um, he runs right out the door. Uh, you see he um, casts uh, Fine Steed, and this, like, uh, black stallion um, magically shows up, and he starts fucking hoofing it downtown. Should we join him? Uh, I'm going to ask Bortram, so he, as Bortram's getting ready to, is about to peel off, I say, Bortram, is there any point to defend in the church? None of your remnants is there right now, right? Uh, he looks at you and he goes, that's where their ashes go back. That's where they regenerate. <sighs> then they know you're going to be there to defend it. That's why they usually don't mess with it. I've made a mistake by not being there tonight. And you see, he takes off. We got to wake up, Beverly and JV. Beth. Hey, huh? Beth, yeah. I need more sleep. How you feeling? I, I can go. Do you, Is it time? Do you want to go? There's a there's a fire down at the church. I'm already putting so, on my pants. Okay. <laughs> JB, do you need more time? I'm going to the church. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm sorry. I hesitated to wake you guys. I wanted to give you sleep, but I didn't know what else to do. How much sleep did we get? It's about five hours. So, um, so I'll say you guys won't need like another long rest. You'll basically, just, if you take a short rest after this, you'll get a long rest essentially. So we'll be able to get our slots back. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Great. So All you right. guys. Um, but we don't have our slots yet. You guys don't have your slots yet. Great. I will say, is anybody uh, getting a steed or anything? Because Bortram got on a horse and um, ran along. Nah. Nope. Okay. Yeah. We sh- if we're going to get there long after he's already there, we should approach stealthily. Good okay. call. Okay, I don't think we should use Paths Without Trace yet. Though. JV, what are you doing? Okay. I'm, it's sprinting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so JV's not going stealthy. All right. Um, you guys are all going stealthy behind him? That's a good idea. Yeah. So uh, JV, you get there first. Um, you see that, and you kind of know this, that Bortram usually, even though it's not the, you know, wisest strategy, Bortram usually sleeps at the church so that these minor fuckhead guys don't mess with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Montgomery's usually don't do their own dirty work, so there's not really anybody strong enough to come fight you guys directly. But nobody was there tonight, and, uh, they took advantage of it. You see the outside of it is in flames, um, the whole building is going up. Um, and you see, uh, in the distance, as you start, like, rounding a corner, you see, um, Bortram has, like, kicked in the door and is, like, running inside. Okay, let's run in and get those ashes. Sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say, everybody go ahead and give me, um, investigate checks as you guys rush around the fire trying to, um... Nat 20. Nat fucking 20. Shout out to the two crew. (laughs) Okay. Um, so wait, there's no vampires here. Uh, you do not see the vampires okay. here anymore. Based on sort of the timeline of what Dead I saw, mm-hmm. Dead I saw those guys marching like an hour or so later, saw smoke coming up. They like torched the place and fucking pieced. So yeah, this this whole big fire, um, Dead Eye, you just like 
pure luck and just like fucking elven eyesight and maybe by the grace of the Dusk Mother. Uh, Not at all. <laughs> you find... Um, I have a magic eye specifically for purposes such as these. <laughs> Ain't no credit going to no Dusk Mother. But who what gave you the, the magic eye? Of teamwork? <laughs> you see a knocked over um, urn. There was like a beam that fell and like scattered a bunch of stuff and there's like fire everywhere and it's chaos. Um, but you do see an urn that has fallen on the ground and only a few of the ashes have like gone out of it. Uh, so salvageable. Salvageable, it seems. Uh, Deadeye's going to point it out and run for it. Sweet. Um, Deadeye runs over and grabs it. What did you get in your investigate check? I uh, got a four. You got a four. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, Bortram also did very bad on his investigate check. Um, so looking up, it's fire. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, and you guys have only found one urn. What are you guys uh, doing? Um, I just run in because I have resistance to fire. Uh, you have resistance, so you take half damage. Doesn't matter. I run in. Okay, um, but everybody, everybody's inside right now. You mm-hmm. see that it's burning up, burning up. Um, I'm gonna say DC 15 investigate check to find. Um, so you found one urn to find uh, another one. It's DC 15 investigate. Everyone rolls with disadvantage because it's. Uh, Bortram fails. He's scrambling around trying to find Damn. it. Balnor fails. Also failed. Failed. Yeah. Shout out to failed. the two crew. That's a yeah. nat one as well. Oh. Fucking yikes. Um, yeah, beams start falling down. The fire's everywhere. What? Like, Can I cast Ice Storm to try and stop the fire? Um, you sure as hell can. <laughs> yeah, Please we'll do, do that then. Go ahead. I cast Ice Storm. Sweet. Um, Mucha, what level spell is that? Fourth level. Oh, Jesus Christ. Moonshine, you fucking put this fire out in seconds. Uh, you see, you um, call upon the the powers uh, that be, whether you're angry at Melora and you want it to be somebody else. Um, I just fucking call on myself. I'm so sick of everyone else. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you call on yourself. Uh, you see uh. the black clouds part above you, um, and ice begins to rain down, um, which melts, turns into water. Um, and you see the fire quickly goes out. Uh, you see that the church is destroyed um, and Bortram looks devastated, looks around, is able to find another one of the urns. Um, and I'll do a pure luck check to see if you guys can find the third one. Uh, I'll just say 10 or higher. The third one's there. Uh, I'll roll in front of the table. Yeah. Or somebody else roll for me. Oh, they're roll. rolling dog shit Ooh, today. 10 or higher. 10 or higher. <sighs> Seven. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Um, so let's roll and see whose urn did not get found. Or I'll say um, one urn uh, you see was just like lost in the fire. Like it was not the tweet knocked over. Um, <laughs> I'll roll for Schmorg first, who's the big guy. He gets a nine. I'll roll for Ginny. She's one of the little girls. She got a 15. Rosa. Rosa got a five. So Rosa's urn is lost. No. Um, oh, that is tragic. And uh, yeah, you see the um, church is all like destroyed and charred and Bortram is just devastated. Bortram, I'm so sorry. You know, it, ain't, it ain't your fault. You know, we, uh, there ain't no coming, there ain't no coming back anymore anyway. We gotta, we gotta beat the Montgomery's here and now. This is why we're here. We're here to defend Shadowfell, the Dusk Mother is merciful. I'm sure she she knows that Rosa was trying to make good, was trying to do good. I'm sure she'll rest in peace. I know she will. I know she will. I pray she will. Uh, and you see Bortram uh, falls to his knees uh, and starts praying to this half kind of cockeyed statue um, standing in the broken church. Yeah. I'll she, take a knee next to him. She was a good kid. 
She was a good kid. Creepy as hell, but... Yeah. Bortram, I just want you to know that whatever happens, we're all proud of you. I I appreciate you. Y'all brought hope to this place. I know it doesn't seem like it right now, but... We'll, we'll we'll get them we'll get them back for this and we'll build a we'll build a church twice as big. Yeah. Twice. And as Dead Eye'll help us build it. <laughs> yes. And we'll build it out of something that won't burn down. You there know, you I'm sure Dead Eye'll show up to the potluck, but maybe not be there for the building. <laughs> He'll party. definitely be at the potluck. <sighs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, Bortram. If by some horrible stroke of fate I am not gone from this extremely bad town in the next 24 hours. I'm going to help you rebuild your church. That means a lot. You're a, a better I'm, man than I took you for. Well, that's a backhanded compliment, but I'll Is take it. it. Well, <laughs> you were, ah, come on. Come I on. want you to know this. I'm going to do it because you're a good man and it matters to you, not because of your dusk mother. I, I appreciate it because... Uh, as is uh, the Dusk Mother's teachings, mm-hmm. you got to let people grow and, uh, you know, become good people, become their real selves. And I think the first step to that is to admit, you know, what's 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 wrong with the situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I think here, I think we're rebuilding. I think that's what's happening okay. here. Well, praise, praise be to the Dusk Mother. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we all, we all feel how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I hope for your sake that you get out now even more so. <laughs> I know it's been a while since I've said it, but let me just reiterate what's constantly running on a loop in the back of my head. Yeah. This town is bad. <laughs> I've got to get out of here. Bortram, would you leave this town or do you feel a duty here? Truth be told, uh, the way the revenants work with the Dusk Mother is that we're we're given sentences, essentially. So as opposed to a normal revenant who would, uh, you know, have a task that they need to complete to then be at peace, uh, they have a sentence um, that they serve. So you might need to spend 10 years in Shadowfell defending humanity, and then you get to make peace with your original deity, or maybe you just be at peace. I served my sentence a long time ago. I just believe in the cause. You're a good man. Yeah, that's, that's integrity. I don't think anyone can take that from you. I think y'all are y'all are good eggs. <laughs> y'all are real good eggs. Everybody bring it in. Everybody take a knee. All right. Can we all Are we going like, to hug and take a knee at the same time? We're going to hug and take a knee. Can we all hug a, a visual for sure. Yeah. Can we all like take a knee but then like maybe give each other like a good hustle butt pat like in a circle? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That would do a lot for me. Sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, now, unfortunately, uh, the urns do need to be here. This is uh, sacred ground for us, so it's not like I could have brought them along with me. Uh, so for the time being, I guess I'm going to bury the other two for when they come back. They don't need to breathe, so um, yeah. they might freak out a little bit, but uh, they'll yeah. make it through. Do your thing. What? Yeah. Would it be a help to you if I tried to hide them somewhere? Yeah, maybe we just hide them. That, that, that way, if they pop out and we're all in trouble or captured or whatever, maybe they can hoop it on up yeah, and come back. Yeah, Leave a note in the urn. Great. Um, uh, Bev, you want to help me find a little hiding place around here somewhere? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I, start a, I, start, I start divining a, a good spot. Um, uh, I have sleight of hand or I have stealth, whatever. Whatever you'd like to use. Can I use... If you want to use a help action... Mm. Um, I mean, I have deception. Ooh. Uh, I got a 17 in deception. 
Uh, I got a 30 sleight of hand. Jesus. Okay, yeah. Between <laughs> between the two of you, I'll say like Bortram. Well, I could help. Bortram kind of explains how the um, um, revenants work here, which is that they're a little bit like the vampires in that um, they kind of return to their resting place. They turn to ash, and then they come back into their urn, and then they reform out of it. Um, so you guys kind of use that logic. You guys like bury the urns up so that like just the very top is showing so that when they reform, the ashes will come out and they should be okay. I think while we're doing this, I'm explaining to Deadeye that this is the proper uh, green teen latrine maneuver. <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, so that's it just great. goes down in there. It returns to the earth. So you've had a whole a whole survivalist education. That's great. Absolutely, yeah. Hasn't been too much use of late, but well, uh, we're always surviving in one way or another. You know, the crick could use this kind of structure because a lot of the survival skills that are learned are learned kind of ad hoc in the timeout bag. I left a lot of pamphlets there uh, with some information on uh, an organization I like to call the Cricketeers, so I think well, they're in good hands. I mean, a pamphlet's good for a possum, but I don't know for a crick. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, oh, don't worry. I used pictograms. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the thing to do. Yes, sir. All right. So, should we sleep here? I think let's find another hidden spot because they they they, they know what this place is. Yeah, and... that sounds good. All right, all right. Um, yeah, you guys just find another house nearby. Um, just kicking another like broken door. I think uh, we're all Balnor in the chair on this one. Yeah, everybody. I don't need it, so I'm I'm full. I'm full on watch. Got it. Because I'm rested. Uh, Sweet. If you're full on watch, I'm going to uh, keep my eye in hand and be just rifle in a chair by the door as right. it comes in. Yeah. Sweet. Um, let me go ahead and roll one encounter check. It's not going to be very long. And they already fucked Although the Although I suppose I could up. trance. I could do my zealot's trance. Yeah. You just could. To get my just to get your one back. spell back. Yeah. You can yeah. do that. Yeah, nice. Do it up. Um, you guys are able to um, get the rest of your sleep. Woohoo! And uh, you guys uh, get all your stuff back. And uh, you guys see the um, uh, the blood star, uh, this um, red sun is already kind of starting to set, and it's only been up for a few hours. But that's how you know it's like... Um, a lot of time is It's passed. like 2 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m., and so we've got... Oh. So you guys, dark. so you guys got like eight. Uh, they these guys had to rest for like eight yeah. hours. So you went to bed at like six or eight. And it's like one. Okay. All right. So we have you know a little over twelve, thirteen hours, something like that. Yeah. So I mean, let's just kick off this raid, huh? Let's do it. Let's go hunting. JV, you need breakfast or anything? Uh oh, yes. <laughs> I'd love some. Okay, I root around in the fridge, see what's left. Uh, cool. Um, I'm gonna roll and see if just like a shell lives here. Uh, one does. Uh, uh-huh. So there that, are actual soup. <laughs> there are actual eggshells in there. There are a lot of eggshells. Um, just eggshells. Just eggshells. Is there a blender? Uh, uh, there is not a blender. No. Um, there are a lot of eggshells. Um, way too many eggshells. Like hmm. se- she- so, so, just eggshells. Pretty much just eggshells. What um, else is there? Like any condiments? Um, you see a. Um, it almost looks like they tried to save some soup in a plate. I take the eggshell and I scoop up some soup and I give him <laughs> soup in a shell. It's not half bad. <laughs> Anyone else need soup in a shell? Yeah, I'll give it a go. Okay. You said a okay. shell lives in the house. Uh, yeah. When we come in, I, I'm just gonna go. Uh, hey there, friend. We also live here with you. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> right. Hey, why do you have I so many? I understand that. That makes sense. Why do you have so many shells? Because I like eggs. <laughs> <laughs> why do you? You know what? That's great. Good for you. All right, man. <laughs> uh, 
everyone's yep. ready, I say let's do it. Let's head the soup. Let's head it out. We're heading off to the yes. Crimson Hills, gang. Sweet. Um, and how are you guys um, approaching there? All right, now is probably the time to use Pass Without Trace. Right? So here's here's the thing that um, Dead Eye would know and Bortrim would know. These vampires and kind of the way that they act. Not to say that there's not a lot of security and stuff, but this is less like trying to break into a castle and more like trying to like get to the Kardashians, but the Kardashians are all super powerful. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's not like there's no like fucking like huge crossbows out and like 90 million guards. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. These you are, obviously don't watch the show. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people are right. breaking in all the These, time. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, so when we get up there, yeah. I mean, the Montgomery's are in charge of everything, but they're also monsters. So they don't think like squishy, soft human nobility would, where they need to have a lot of higher guards. They're infinitely more powerful than the things that work for them, more than the spawn and certainly more than humans. So they've been walking around for eons thinking that they're untouchable. So, and they're partially right. So I think that we, if we're stealthy and we sneak through the hills, we go around the city, we'll be able to just let ourselves in through the back door, but then we're going to be fighting a handful of the most powerful monsters in the Shadowfell. I see. Right. It's kind of baller to be so strong that you don't need any sort of security. Yeah, it's an interesting way to look at sort of top-down hierarchy. Because, again, normally, yeah. you know, in a society, sort of ownership and class is the means by which people assert dominance. But here there actually is a tangible supernatural advantage that is held by those in charge. So Are you sure you've never read a pamphlet? Hmm? Oh, no, I was in Norgy once, and this guy who was railing me, he was just going on and on about sort of how this works. Okay, yeah. yeah. I had a really keen eye for sociology, and, um, you know, you learn a lot meeting people. Being an adventurer is a, a life that any person should be grateful Good for. Good lesson. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ball on the ballers. Let's ball on yeah, the ballers. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so how are you guys proceeding uh, stealth-wise? So okay. gather up. We're doing some Pass Without Trace. I think I have, I've. Well, you've got good stealth too, though, Dead Eye. I mean, I think we just w- we're in the lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are able to kind of sneak and weave between the different buildings and stuff, hide in alleys. Um, the two Crick Elves are kind of leading the way, um, and you guys reach the end of Uptown, and you begin walking up uh, the Crimson Hills. Uh, and these roads that kind of wind up the mountains aren't used that often, except by like, you know, very dumb vampire spawn and whites because the vampires themselves can either turn into mist or they can turn into bats and they're taking the easy way down. So um, you guys are kind of able to just uh, jump out of the way, hide behind rocks as you see like whites and spawns and everything just like coming down. Um, As you guys make your way up, you do see that there are all these um, homes jutting out of the cliffs, um, but they look more like tombs. You see all these like pillars uh, and then these like rectangular like doors that are open and just kind of dark. Um, Mausoleums. Yes. So it, it it's like the Hollywood Hills for That's vampires. Okay. That was just, just like just all of say. these fucking tombs everywhere. What's the freaking difference, right, gang? Uh, <laughs> and you guys, all the Hollywood's undead. Yeah, but <laughs> while it's daytime out, there's really not that many uh, people up. Um, but as the sun begins to set, as it gets into late afternoon, uh, you finally reach Grimhawk Manor. Uh, you see this beautiful old Gothic mansion three stories tall. It's built of this blackened stone. 
There are beautiful stained glass windows and tall spires. Uh, you can see a glow from behind the windows, like someone is home. Uh, there is an iron gate out front with a small raven statue atop it and like a small courtyard of just like green grass. Uh, before we proceed any further, mm -hmm. I want to go ahead and cast aid on um, Moonshine, Balnor, and I guess uh, Deadeye, because um, the other two people are, you know, revenants and potentially yeah. can come back. But um, essentially, I'm going to cast this at second level. Uh, so they just get uh, five extra hit points to their maximum for the day. Ooh. Sweet. Uh, you Thank see... you, young Bev. Is that temporary hit points or five extra to our max? Uh, to your max. Cool. Uh, so you see uh, Bortram speaks up as you guys uh, start to get close, and he goes, I, I'm i not quite sure the right way to approach this. I can mm -hmm. tell you that we have gone around back before, and there is a graveyard there with a lot of whites. Now, the whites aren't nearly as powerful as the Montgomery's, but there are things back there. Let me just knock down the door. Yeah, I'll just let's go right in the front JB. door. You do have a big axe. Yes. I, I, yes, are, let are me you, in. Are you sure about that, JB? I'm quite upset. I'm <laughs> quite angry. Quite I'm quite upset, too. Yeah. Why don't we just go around the front, then? I'm enraged. There's no if, sense in, in alerting anybody in from the back. Yeah, let's kick a doorbell down their throat. Or can we just, mm. like, hop to one of these second floor? Are there balconies? Uh, yeah. Maybe we just hop yeah. to a balcony. Let's do it. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, let's let, let's go away. They're not expected. You see, okay, so you see, um, you guys are basically um, in front of this iron gate, hiding off to the side a little bit lower because um, it's kind of at the top of the mountain. Um, and uh, you see on the second floor, um, there's a balcony facing outward, um, and then there's the front door down on the first floor. And you see that there is a third floor, but you don't see a balcony. Second floor balcony? Second floor balcony. Why not, right? Um, let me know how you guys proceed. Let's investigate um, the gate. Is, yeah, let's investigate the gate. I'll take a help action to give you... I okay. just want to make sure it's not, like, booby-trapped. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. Okay. Take Roll it again. Okay, uh, that's going to be 18. Bev, you walk up to the gate uh, to give it a look, mm -hmm. and it slowly creaks open. I think we are expected, and whether we're playing into a trap or not, it's probably too late. Shall we take a stroll? Let's Might just a be a bad security system. <laughs> Could That's be. That's uh, one way to look at it, uh -huh. JV. I like your perspective. Got to yeah, look maybe. at the silver lining. <laughs> Their nest might be on the fritz. It's God, Shadowfell looks good on you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> good fit. Um, all right. Yeah, I guess we stroll in, huh? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Just yeah. heads on a swivel, I guess. Sweet. You guys um, start walking through the main courtyard towards the house. I think I've got my rifle in hand. I mean, like I'm I'm as in combat as a non-combat character can in, in terms of yeah. like it's like yeah. I am it's very Resident Evil. You guys yeah, are I'm like I'm like yeah. every single round I'm delaying action to the next round. You yeah. know, like with the gun in my hand. Do right we want to do the classic uh, misty step to the balcony and drop a rope? Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. Um, do you want to misty step it or should I burn one? Sure, I'll do it. Okay. Um, Do you want me to try to go in through the front door as a distraction? Mm, I think we should probably be all, all be on the same level, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's wrong. I appreciate now, let's that. stick together. Yeah. Okay, I'll misty step to the um, balcony and drop down a rope. Sweet. Um, Moonshine, you misty step up. Um, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Nat 20. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> Moonshine, you misty step up to a balcony. 
um, and you are able to kind of hide over to the side um, so that you're not in the direct line of sight of the glass. And you're so, so quick. Um, you turn and look at the window in the split second that you appear as you expertly kind of hide to the side. Um, and you see this appears to be a little girl's room. And you see a doll, um, eyes looking out the window. And you notice for a split second as you like hide over to the side, it was like looking for you. It like blinks. Well, I know what I'm killing first. <laughs> Y'all, I tug on the rope. Shake a, shake a leg, y'all. Over the report spores, I'll be like, if there's enough space on the balcony for us all to get up there without the doll seeing, I vote for that. If there's not, maybe we go in through the door. Would the doll have been able to see us coming in through the gate? Probably, right? Yeah. So we've been spotted. So we've lost mm. the element of surprise. Oh, okay. Then we should probably take out the security system then. All right. So I guess maybe I attack the doll. Okay, it's it's a window. Are you going to break the window? I don't know. I feel bad. I don't want to act without people being up here. I guess I think like... I think, I think okay, I think you got to do it. I'm just going to yeah. cast lightning bolt on the doll. Okay, does it need to make a uh, dex save? Yeah, it does. Oh my God. <laughs> What's the doll's dex? <laughs> the doll got a four. Okay. <laughs> so the doll's going to take 25 damage and it will catch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Were there other dolls in the room? Uh, there were a couple other ones. Um, you, uh, Moonshine doesn't have a great view on it right now, um, but turns around, casts a lightning bolt on this doll in the window. Glass shatters, uh, and you see this doll is fucking electrocuted uh, and catches on fire and fucking starts running out. It's not and even jumps dead. Over uh, the balcony <laughs> and fucking just like starts flopping on the ground. Oh god, that's a fire hazard! Get out! Uh, and you see, it's just like flopping on the ground. It doesn't Is look it like continuing any... to take fire damage though. Oh yeah, it's like dead. It's just like being <laughs> okay. creepy as fuck. Like if you guys didn't know what was going on, you guys just see an an on fire baby doll just on the ground flopping around. <laughs> I'm up the rope. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't scary, feel scary. good about this, but okay. <laughs> I don't guys... know what I just did. <laughs> as you guys. Uh, start climbing up this balcony uh you guys have now have this shattered glass window you do see um more dolls in here um and you hear a music box um playing like in the not so far distance and you hear like whispering this has got to be that petunia oh boy okay all right i get it gnomes here well no they just got fucking bad taste these vampires <laughs> oh you get it it's a music box it, you, your emotional affiliation with that would be that that's cute and whimsical and filled with childhood I'm pretty freaked Whimsy. out man your balnor do <laughs> balnor. not i put my hands on his these shoulders. vampires Help are me. conning you on an aesthetic level there's a doll that's there on is fire and there's it's moving. no there is nothing inherently more dangerous about a flaming doll than there is about a goblin or a manticore or any of the other shit JV, back fighting. me up here man oh yes i, I hate Gnomes. <laughs> I yeah, I, I think I, I think we're them. all a bit shaken by the teehee. Uh-huh. The teehee, and the if dolls. that implies gnomes. Yeah. Okay, well you sure. gotta get ready for a lot of that creepy shit. They're gonna be asking you about tea time. They're gonna talk oh, about. Boy. They're gonna make you beautiful. <laughs> They're gonna talk about all kinds of creepy ass shit. These are vampires, so we gotta. Skeeters like to play on class distinction okay. and right. aesthetic juxtaposition. All right, all right. I clear the cobwebs off of Balnor. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's um, boogie. Is the music box in this room? It sounds like it's in a different room. 
Okay. Um, so you guys uh, kind of poke your head into this. Uh, JV, little... dance to the music box. Show them we ain't afraid. So, uh, I river dance down the hall. <laughs> so uh, I'm so wide and so thick. So you, you barely hear me stomping because I'm that professional. Roll with advantage dancer. on a stealth check as you river dance. Cause... Remember, you get plus 10 to that, too. <laughs> It's a 29. Uh, so <laughs> You can't even believe it. It's actually a, tw- it's actually a 34 or something. <laughs> Bortram starts crying. It's uh, so floating. Yes. <laughs> Blessed by the dust mother herself. Um, what do we see in this room? So, yeah. So, you guys enter this room, um, and you see it's all, like, very pink and frilly, and there are dolls everywhere. There are many, 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 many dolls. Can I do a perception check to see if any of any other ones are alive? Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead and make a perception check. 25. 25. Mm. Um, you do see one blink in the corner uh, and you see one that was kind of in a pile of other dolls like kind of turns its head to look at you guys. Um, but before you guys make any decisions on what you're going to do, um, the talking gets louder from the other room. You see that there is a door open to like some kind of living room or something here. And you see lots of candlelight, like a deep glow. And you hear a, um, sounds like a, a young woman talking to like a little girl. And you hear the little girl being like, I want to be ready for when they come. Oh, well, they're coming soon. They'll be here and we'll be all ready. All your little dollies are be ready. I'm so proud of you, little sister. I mean, how much of this creepy shit we want to listen to? Let's light these people up. Yeah, yeah, let's Mm -hmm. do it. Sweet. We're on a schedule. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, So you guys are just uh, sneaking in the living room? We want to take off these dolls or is that a distraction? I grab the bedspread from the bed and I toss the bedspread over the doll's eyes. <laughs> okay. And then I swing Rosaline like a bat on that <laughs> bedspread. Wait, you're gonna so wait, you're attacking a doll? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um you'll get a surprise round on the doll. <laughs> Man, we should always use this bedspread. Bedspread. <laughs> Classic surprise. Does a 14 hit the doll? Uh, it does. <laughs> I hit it for 19. 19. Okay. Um, the doll takes a layer at uh, you. <laughs> uh, you see um, Rosaline fucking slashes through this blanket, um, explodes with fire, and you see this doll once again starts shaking and screaming, uh, and you hear the little girl go, we should go say hi. All right, let's go. Let's go. I'm let's not going to worry about cleaning up these dolls. I'm going to rush in. Let's yeah, do let's it. do it. Uh, Tea time, you crazies. Yeah. You guys um, round the corner and you see this living room with wood floors. Furniture is all pushed to the side against the wall. The floor is covered in strange hieroglyphics and words written in strange languages. There are candles placed everywhere methodically uh, and amongst the symbols and uh, standing next to them, surrounded by runes, are all these living dolls. You see dozens of them. And you see a young woman, appears to be in her 20s, but in that ageless vampire way, uh, with silver hair. She wears a conservative black dress suit. She has a little girl in her lap, uh, dressed identically. Mm -hmm. And as you approach, they stand up, and you see that they are attached to each other. Oh, no thanks. Uh, That their skin is grafted together, and the older one wears the younger one like a baby Bjorn. This ah, is quite devastating. Wow. 
That's a, that's a statement. And the little girl claps and she goes, I'm so excited to finally have guests. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, that is so creepy. So creepy. Oh my gosh. I, I guess we got to perform a Siamese operation on them. Yeah, I got a yeah. Siamese operation right here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, lining up in a row like that has done me only favors. Hey, yep. Yeah, I know. It's, I always got to think of that. The finding the dolls is so funny. It's just like <laughs> the Nat 20, I'd just like see a good doll, just like do a Whoa. double take, just be like, where did you go? <laughs> I'm a stupid fucking doll. Prepare reaction to kick a doll's ass. <laughs> and then Wichette fucking swords a doll. Uh, amazing. Very, very fun, guys. Um, well done. All right. We got to talk Ooh. our battle strap, but we got to do it on the short rest. Yeah, guys. Thank yes, you for are. listening. Uh, guys, this fucking mini arc is turning into Ooh. a real arc. Gosh yeah. dang it. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Brennan's okay with coming back. Otherwise, we'll <laughs> say he got killed by a doll off camera. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, Can your ego no way to handle go. that? Honestly, even if I w- fully don't have availability to come back, I can't let Deadeye go out like that. <laughs> I will ca- whatever I have, I will cancel. Deadeye, Deadeye, stop fighting that dog. Oh, oh, I went out like a goddamn dumbass. A dog killed me. I'm doing like an even worse Southern impression that I usually do. Oh, help, help, help. I can't do anything. I'm All the, 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 I suck. I suck. The, the dolls, dog the dolls are so strong. Shit, I think oh, I just swallowed my oh, gun. Oh, shit myself. No. <laughs> That's what you get for not believing in God. (laughs) Uh, Guys, thank you so much for listening. Head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't say that. We are we. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, Excuse me. No, no, no. That's that's not what we do here. That's not what we do here. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, uh, Check out the Patreon. um, And let's plug some stuff. Brennan, what Mm. you got? Uh, check out Dimension 20. It's over on Dropout.tv. It's an actual play D&D show. Uh, you can see Emily and Murph playing on there. Yeah, it's, buddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can see a bunch of college human people. Zach, Siobhan, Lou, Allie. Yeah. We got a bunch of great guests on a side quest coming out. Matt Mercer, Erica Ishii, Ify Wadiwe, Amy Vorpal, and then Mike Trapp and Rekha Shankar from College Humor. You can see my Damn. fucking face on College Humor yeah. if you feel like doing it. Damn. And uh, you can check out my webcomic, Strong Female Protagonist. Uh, wow. That's I'm all the sold. Stuff. I'll oh, do it hell. all. Yeah. Hell yes. We are into it. Um, guys, check out me and Emily's sketch show. It's called Hot Date. It's on Netflix. You can also check out our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Emergency Contact. Available on Amazon and on Audible. Uh, Caldwell, what do you got? Uh, check out Cartoon Hell over on Dropout as well. Uh, sign up.dropout.tv slash nadpod. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake, what do you got? Brothersisterco.com, my mm. family beard oil yes. business, baby. Missed your sister. Mr. Smother sister. your brother. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a brother smother. <laughs> Oil your foils. Check the website. I'll have a brother smother right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Father uh, lather, which is just. Uh, oh, wow. lather. Yeah, lathering lather your father. Mm-hmm. You could also smother your mother. Yeah, true. <laughs> just reusing that <laughs> pun that you also made. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, follow us on Twitter at chmurphysme, at Caldies Caldwell, at EX for Demily, at. Jake Hurwitz is Jake. Yep. At Brennan LM uh-huh. is Brennan. I Brennan got it. Light All magic. by myself and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N E D D P O D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. Tee 
it's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Thank y'all. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, suffers from sympathy terrors on account of his frequently frightened family. Wow. Dang. J. Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration, also Skullis' Gymspiration, J. Lomas lives clean and lifts right. Dylan B., a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by floating army of blades at all times, one of the blades decapitated a chipper monk by accident, and Dylan is still trying to forgive themselves. Tragic Danny P. Bohemia's resident artist painted Hard One Senior Portrait at the Dwarfenage. Also painted the Mona Lisa. Up nice. yours, Da Vinci. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, also ale maker to green teens, and currently in Galateron jail for serving minors. Right. Griffin, SD, aka the Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn, Eldritch Knight, and ex owner of the Badger's Pint Inn, was partners with Spencer Caskbrew, but <laughs> let Spencer take the fall for serving green teens and is hiding in Smuggler's Bounty until things cool off. Beard Man Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia. Also, the biggest smile. Oh, Scott D holds the dubious honor of having the longest smile in all of Bohemia. Hermes W, okay. the Bat King, currently meeting with Pawpaw to see if they can take legal action against vampires for selling the good bat name. Ooh. Spartus, the biggest, meanest green teen, chews gum, skateboards, and spits off upper Galateron onto lower Galateron. Dang. Adamar, the R-rated assassin, Jean-Claude Van Damme is currently reading a script based on Adam's life. Fingers crossed. I'm gonna watch it. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly, they spiked Hardpaw's blood bowl with laxatives so that he'd shit himself. <gasps> oh and he my did. God. QC, a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias in Red, also used to spike everyone's <laughs> ale with laxatives as a goof, so the whole ship smelled like shit all the time. He was not popular. <laughs> Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician. Daniel's faces have gotten back into Magic the Gathering recently, but they can't agree okay. on what kind of deck to build. Just one of the many problems of having a lot of faces. Mm. Just do all the colors, right? All the colors. Rainbow. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan once dropped a beat so fat, it reset the heart of every downed hero in Bohemia and stabilized them. Wonderful. Oh. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, and receiver of the spores. That's right. Yeah. Jeff has been listening in on the Band of Boobs Rapport Spores and is planning on releasing a tell-all book. Oh, no. Welcome to the group chat. Cutter W., a high elf Danny turned crick architect. Cutter can flip a stump so good, it'll feel like you're printing brown leaves. <laughs> Property okay. Brothers style. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert was recently captured and served to, served to chosen soldiers on mushroom pizzas. Luckily, oh. Schubert is extremely poisonous. Nice. Get him. Ryan M., a hard one's ram who survived being abandoned in the frigid north only to succumb to some poisonous Schubert pizza they found in the trash. Ryan would never. He's too smart. Ooh, full circle. Elena C., a demigod who accidentally created Shadowfell when they spilled ink all over some galactic dust. Michael McD., oh. head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, learned from the best frost giant bartenders on how to make a proper cold fashion. Huh. Andrew M., the buffest lad in all of Bohemia. Andrew legit cannot move, but by God, what an absolute unit. Next up, Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. And that world... New York City, baby. Hey, Shiza. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. 
Justin I buys and sells ancient artifacts that they keep in mint condition. A total dork of legend. Jacob C, a vampire spawn whose friends also cast Gaius on them, but only to get them to stop texting their ex whenever they've had too much blood to drink. <laughs> Elena M, a sommelier who is freaking out about the big event they're hosting because there's a freaking vampire in the wine cellar. <laughs> a vampire in the wine cellar. Make Pucks, the amazing code master who programmed our website. Also the code master for Trinstagram and has been keeping an eye on the class Co account, which apparently has been posting some irresponsible product placement without hashtagging spawn. Mm. Earl and Kathleen L, a pair of revenants who are so codependent they share an urn when they reincarnate. Jive G, the manicurist who keeps handy Andy looking so dandy. Jostrich the jock ostrich, you know how much, you know how ostriches have skinny legs and necks? Well, not this one. This ostrich is thick from start to finish. <laughs> yes. Like. <laughs> You sounded like an ass scene on TV ad. This ostrich is thick from <laughs> like start to finish. You listen here. You listen, listen here. here. Daniel R. Ram Daniel's evil twin keeps asking out Ram Daniel's significant other's evil twin, but they just aren't into it. Nicholas oh. R. A.K.A. St. Cricolus recently feeling kind of jealous of Halloween, which is just a big party Deadeye and the other Hollows have once a year. Jennifer V. Has a V that's even more vicious than Cobb's. Uses it to store their mechanical pencils in reusable straws. Destin C. A gunslinger who uses a chaos glock, which is a gun with four barrels, and you never know which one the bullets are going to come out of. Devin B., the Bodega Lord. Unlike other deities whose presence comes and goes, the Bodega Lord is always open. Michael Elb, whom he has owned Wolf Arene, a druid monk who wild shapes into a wolf, then fights with two iron claws standing on its hind legs. That's super cool. Badass. Sam H., Alanis' dealer. If you're into the harder stuff, ask Sam about snorting revenant ashes. <laughs> Yo, call me Sergio. Salazar Solomon Sacrias de Sesuani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Also a ton of a ton of tattoos, and they're really difficult to make out with all the snake patterns. <laughs> Trailer the great bay who sashays. It's all hips and shoulders when Trailer comes your way. Hey hey, Aaron G, master of the banishment spell. Aaron does a similar disappearing nipple trick as Jin's, but by straight up banishing their areolas. Jory has. A jacked wizard. Jory is so jacked they can cast more than one spell per spell slot. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Still doing the accent. A reverse Dracula. All of their teeth are so pointy except for their fangs, which are short, square stumps with which they just suck water from plants. Baby Dag, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section, currently facing malpractice for how much Oxycontin they prescribe themselves to recover from said C-section. I hope they rot in jail. Adam H., a crook elf who's got such powerful rapport spores they can broadcast to the whole crick. It was cool until they started using it to invite everyone to their improv abuse, shows. Abuse, that's yeah. abuse. Mm -hmm. Colin G, a ranger druid multiclass who wild shapes into their own familiar. Be your own familiar. Ryan, hard ones ram who is currently imprisoned in the afterlife. Bet you didn't know hell has a complicated penal system. Don't <laughs> worry everybody, he just tunneled out and he actually escaped. That's a new update here. He is free, <laughs> living, and thriving. Big bug, pregnant Elk moonshines, elk and baby. You always know Big Buck from the others because they're the only elk making sure everyone got enough to eat. Oh, ain't that nice. Richard F., a revenant whose urn accidentally got donated to a goodwill and was being used as a flower vase when they got ashed. Uh-oh. Devastating. Richard X. Machina introduced the crick to the seductive art of tango, or as the crick call it, hot wrestling. <laughs> Troy McSee, a court jester turned gun-toting assassin known across the land as the fun slinger. Oh, fuck me. The fun slinger. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving his 
this mistake. Leave it. I deserve it. I paused. I did a pregnant pause. I deserve it. Cannibalistic Cthulhu became a cannibal after accidentally eating one of their own tentacles while slurping up a bowl of ramen. Guess it's true what they say. You erp what you slurp. Sam L., a pharmacist who works in Galateron, got into the job to mix potions for adventurers, but spends most of their time making pills for lactose intolerant chosen. Oh. Dom R., a Pepsi genasi. If you try to summon a Coke genasi and mess up the incantation, Dom R. will appear. Hope that's okay. Well, My it's friggin' not. <laughs> Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt was recently sent back in time, but instead of killing the band of boobs, they just started hanging out with them, getting swole with a pass self. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Borgers Big Borger, recently started selling house sized borgers so you can live in if you can afford her to pay the mortgagers. Be <laughs> <laughs> more of a four quarter. Yeah, unless you get more closure done. Sweet Lorger, Caleb Storm, Cupbearer in Cord's Great Hall, also the Cupbearer in Cord's Great Car, which is a super cheap Kia without cup holder. Practical. <laughs> Nicholas C. has starred in every movie uh, ever made in Bohemia was recently cast as Glad Roselle in the upcoming film Good Shallow Shadow Fellas. Probably gonna suck. Matt L, <laughs> the highest of all high elves. Matt ears are so Matt's ears are so long they can't go through doors, which is fine because according to Matt, doors are a foolish invention of mortals. Mike H. Grimhawk's only chill vampire drinks impossible blood made from plants and taught Deadeye how to play the piano. Kevin S., a master of disguise, mostly due to the fact that they're a sentient chair. As far as you know, you might be sitting on Kevin right now. Whoa. Matthew E., a cow person who herds cows for a living. They don't think it's weird, but their horse, who is a naked human, thinks it's a tad bit suspicious. <laughs> of course. Samuel B., an elven scholar who spent their whole life creating the Crick alphabet. It took them a hundred years to come up with M, and then another 300 to crack O. Telford G, author of the hit children's book and movie Ulfgar Goes Punch, currently working on a prequel series called Fantastic Beasts and How to Punch Them. Guardian of the Light, Zach H., Bohemia's only Keyblade wielder, uses the giant-sized key fob of a Ford Fusion as their shield. Dak Alpha, the drunk monk and enlightened drunken master water genasi who just used all their key points on a special ability they call summon cheeseburger. Yeah. Curtis S., a grimhawk shell who recently invented a type of ceramic hat called a bowl. They celebrated <laughs> their <laughs> discovery with a big plate of champagne. Colton B., the spookiest tree in all of grimhawk, mangled roots, knotted trunk, and a functioning cloaca. That's right, Colton's got it all. Yen's Christian T. recently quit Trinstagram and started posting sword dancing vids on a new app called Trick Trock. Gage M, a handsome little scorpion who opens soda bottles for folks at the crick, and if they sting you, don't worry, their venom is actually a polio vaccine. Okay. Tiavana Sarajan, an Asimar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. Their only clue is a note on their mirror that reads Find the Infernicus, but what could it mean? Tune in next week to find out more. Aaron C, an incredibly rare species of vampire Bart. Say <laughs> <laughs> Is what? that supposed to be that? <laughs> No? no. Okay. Aaron C., an incredibly rare species of vampire barge. They have yellow spikes and survive. Oh, I get it now. By attacking their victims and sucking off their Leave shorts. It. I get it now. I get it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hannah F., a commercial airship captain. Basically exactly like Hard One's dad, but instead of fighting giants, they shuttle commuters from Esri to Galateron. Helpful. Devin T., a bagsmith who recently invented the all-new rolling luggage of holding, perfect for the time-displaced 
halfling dad on the go. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Montana Monarch, the head of a rich family of royal butterflies. Montana makes their enemies disappear by shoving them in a cement-filled... Chrysalis so that they can metamorphosize Jesus Christ metamorphosize with the fishes how dare you it's like we're about to get on to Jake's section so it's going to be real short sentences (laughs) (laughs) L&D the fiercest woman in Bohemia so mean she doesn't even tip her vine bartenders I follow directions harsh Carborough Chapel Hill FPV rushes into battle screaming Fook Duke Chad A of Ogue Rogue so a rogue in a very expensive cloak Reese and S a brand new Nannerfly baby tasked with repopulating Bahumia whoa what a task TJM a fourth dwarf daddy who never comes out of the hammer cause they're in a hot tub somewhere else RPKB R2D2's less helpful cousin mostly used for cooking hot pockets yum Taylor S aka Trask the Traveler Trask is been everywhere in Bohemia, but can't remember any of the capitals. Anime Intellect, a pea-sized barbarian who fights with a toothpick sword and uses a button shield. Cute! Jolo Dolo, an agent of the Knights of Cuddy, always battling their dreams. Dreams. Tell me what you know about night terrors. Nothing. I was hoping you'd get to say it. <laughs> Keep on that pursuit. Joshua C. holds the Grim Hawk record for eating the most plates of soup. Larissa J. A shell shell. That's right. Louis- Larissa lives their life as a pretty dumb conch shell. <laughs> Genevieve F. A rye elf. That is an elf with a bakery. <laughs> Dylan C. M. A surfing vampire who can ride out any tidal wave spell and never forgets to hang loose. Oh. Ooh, got whomped. Kelvin Noodles, the pasta elemental, recently destroyed their greatest foe. <gasps> a zoodler. B-Money. B-Money. Hip, uh, Balnor's hip-hop alter ego about to drop their EP, Mo Tuna, Mo Problems. Whoa. Andrew A., a judge who owes Papa a favor, has no idea when this little critter will call for it, but it's going to be a big ask, and Andrew will have to deliver. <laughs> Jay, a rich Arakakra, who lives in a mansion nest that is nicer than Beverly's house on Galateron. Well, I don't know about that. Heartless <laughs> Master. Contrary to their name, Heartless Master has a ton of heart and is currently doing the Master Cleanse. Whoa. CC Lulu has the only garden in Shadowfell. All they can grow are onions, which is fine. <laughs> Paul B., a bard who entertains the realm by doing pen tricks, but with a quill, so feather tricks. Mm. Barnesinator, a barbarian orc who has it out for Barnes has never killed a man, but has murdered many a shed. So cruel. Shane M., a creepy doll who is currently on fire. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yasmin, a famous Bohemian cartoon character known as huh. the Yasmanian Devil. Uh, trigger Happy, the gun-toting crick who cob trained instead of Deadeye. Emotionally brutal. <laughs> oh, and that's all we've got this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to all of our Council of Elders and our Patreon subscribers. Head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to the short rest. We'll be back next week. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Later. That was a HeadGum Podcast.